Top four at four. Brought to you this afternoon by SM Athletics. Yeah. Number one, Tennessee baseball back in action. We're under half an hour away from first pitch. Today, Matthew Dallas gets the ball for the Volunteers. They take on High Point. The Mighty Panthers of High Point University come to Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Dalton Olsovsky. Nailed it. Is that the sacrificial lamb that's being offered up to uh, Christian Moore and his? That is their hitter. His associates. We'll see how it uh, goes for old High Point. Tennessee getting ready for a three-game series with Bowling Green this weekend. Play Kansas State comes in here a week from today for a one-gamer. Okay, now I always get confused. I want to jump back to Kansas State here in a second. Bowling Green is not Bowling Green, Kentucky. Right? Is Ohio. It? You don't know, do you? Ask me. I don't know. Now I'm second I guessing forever myself. Forever thought that Bowling Green University was from Bowling Green, Orange, Kentucky. white, and brown. Yeah, Dino Babers would be right, right, right. Yeah, I think that that one's Ohio. I think it is too because is it I can Western never Kentucky, out, Bowling Green, Kentucky? Maybe. But I just remember this being a thing because I could never figure out why Urban Meyer had ties to Bowling Green, right, Kentucky, right. and it wasn't Bowling Green, Ohio. What is the name Bowling Green? Is it like they're it sounds like a lawn. A guy's last name was Bowling and, Probably. and Green, and they combined it. Probably. They weren't bowling on a lawn somewhere. Huh. Huh. Bowling Green. Let's see if we can get to the bottom of this that, mystery That for was you. it. Western Kentucky's Bowling Green, Kentucky. Bowling Green State University is Bowling Green, Ohio. Ohio. I always have that problem with kansas city they're the two kansas cities like there's missouri kansas city missouri is the big one and kansas city kansas is the nowhere one okay the jayhawks play in missouri what the jayhawks play in lawrence kansas or in lawrence kansas I flipped the thing now i'm only hearing in one ear yeah, you only got too. one ear it's yeah. over here too damn it moving right along number two college basketball tonight the number one team in the land, Houston. No, Houston Cougars. Well, most times Houston's our number one, so uh, we're, we're used to it. Championship pedigree, Russell. <laughs> Houston taking on Cincinnati in a game that is a Big 12 matchup for some reason. Cincinnati. Cincinnati's I, I, not very they good, have, they? they? have ruined the, the worst part about all this realignment stuff, more than the football is they they have ruined uh, the integrity, the integrity, the the fabric of college basketball, which is big a football fan as I am. When you're in it and it's getting to be March Madness time, I feel like college basketball is just such a. I mean, it's number one. It's almost every night. So many different things. Seventh ranked Kansas hosts BYU. That's a Big Twelve game as well, by the way. That's a that's a big game. <laughs> For Kansas. So, are the Chiefs in Missouri? Yeah. Not Kansas City, Kansas. Right. And what about Kansas City, like, stakes? Like, Kansas City. I think, I think everything famous Kansas City is Kansas City, Missouri. I think Kansas City, Kansas is just I thought like, I thought, like, Kansas City, like, I don't think the there's much going thing on would, there. Be, would be Kansas. Like Why? Big, I would assume they'd be a bigger beef state. 
because they're in the Plains rather than Missouri. I think it's kind of part of the Ozarks. I think Kansas City, Kansas, Kansas City, Mizzou was that's kind of that was on the the Great Plains, the old what's the word I'm like cattle drive. Like you used to stop there and. (laughs) You, you take your beefs and you sell them off to the army or something. And now, where's the Kansas beefs? City barbecue? Your beefs. Your beefs. Okay. Like, like B-E-E-V-E-S. I got gotcha. you. So, yeah. Kansas City-style barbecue. That's Missouri? Yeah. Like KC? Yeah. Just think of it this way. Kansas City, Kansas, nothing. There's nothing important there. Nothing happens in Kansas City, Kansas. Where are the Kansas City Royals? Right next to the Chiefs. About Stadium's a, right next about to About a nine other. iron away. Guys, my whole life, I, I've, I've lived a lie. <laughs> I know, man. 21st ranked Dayton hosts Davidson. And number 16, Kentucky, is at Mississippi State, your college basketball lineup for the evening. What's the, is it, show you the line for that game right there. Good this, luck in the hunt. This morning, the Bulldogs. Mississippi State, minus three and a half. Yeah, that's what it was this morning. Oh. They were a three and a half point favorite. Oh, man. I'm, I'm a little aroused. Got to say. Feels like smart money might be to take Kentucky on that. I don't know. Speaking of that, I saw, uh, I thought about you last night. I was looking over Twitter and somebody put out, uh, they weren't renderings, they were pictures of the new Marshall baseball facility, their new stadium. Mm-hmm. Wondered if you were uh, pouring. But Wait, the, Marshall's got a new baseball stadium? Yeah. And the reason I, I thought about, you know, we were talking about it with uh, Coach Fatelli yesterday about redoing the, the field. You need to check it out. That would look really cool with just Tennessee style. Number three, Duke's Kyle Filipowski avoided major injury but was, quote, still a little bit sore yesterday, two days after a collision with a fan left him hobbled during a court-storming incident following the Blue Devils' loss to Wake Forest on Saturday. Hobbled. I have hit coworkers here at Fan Run harder during course play. Than that that kid. I I knew it. I knew it as soon as that happened. They're like, "Oh my god, it's a serious injury. He sprained his ankle. He what if be, he misses the season? He's not going to miss any time, man. It he wasn't, wasn't hurt, Russell. His pride was hurt. Yep. Yeah. His yep. feelings were hurt. But the Jay, I I can't stand it between between Jay Bias. Did you see what uh, he said today? Oh yes. Yeah, so they 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 should be forced to for the home team should be. Uh, forced to forfeit the game. Well, no, between. he he wants to surround – once the court is stormed. You drop a big net on everybody. <laughs> pretty much. He wants to surround it and yeah. r- arrest every single person, put them in the paddy wagon, take everybody to jail. Who, uh, has has that's he been his, hanging I, out with, with, uh, with, with Big Daddy Bill hit, hitting the hippie lettuce or what? Not a grass uh, b- Between Jay Bias, a couple of those other national media types, and that goofball buddy of ours, Dave, Durham Dave, their brains are broken. Oh, God. Well, you love it, too, how Shire carries him off the court. Yeah, he seriously hurt his ankle. Okay, no, it was it was actually his he knee. He never turned it. It, was, it wasn't bad. He didn't even get tested for it. But but it's still sore. G- give me a break. I, I'm going to go. I've got to go back. If, if, did you hear your former partner on voluntary reaction? I literally think I turned it off when he started to wax poetic about the all the dangers of so but just just the statement he made Russell with a straight face to and you're not just saying it you're saying it to me and you that this the end scenario is there's going to be 10 lawless citizens pummeling 
some Division One Power Five college basketball player. See what you're doing, Davey? You, you made Houston turn off the show. You're, what do you think it is we do here? We're trying to attract listeners. We want as big an audience as possible. You're running them off. He did take a, a and it was funny, I will admit I laughed, harfed, uh, a pretty, pretty good cheap shot at you, Houston. You picked up a stray. Yeah. Rude. He is. Number four, Chicago Bears general manager Ryan Poles said today he has, quote, no master plan to reveal at the NFL Combine on the team's decision at quarterback, but that he understands the weight of the uncertainty on Justin Fields and want to move, quote, uh, quote as quickly as possible. I think they're all just kind of wheeling and dealing right now, wouldn't you think? Entertaining offers, mm-hmm. seeing, seeing how much who, who how much how much fun for, would it be to play? Uh, um, you've you know you've met, uh, have a seat at that table playing just basically Texas Holt, you know, all in. But through the media, like Denver released today, that no one has reached out about Russell Wilson, not a single team. No, I find that very hard to believe. The Sounds the like they're saying, was, like, oh, yeah, we want more teams to get involved. The other thing that was interesting is they're not going to publicize. You remember when they uh, – and it, it really ended up hurting, I think, the Panthers. Um, I don't know. I mean, they may have taken Young anyhow. But remember when they publicized C.J. Stroud's poor test score? Yep. And it was like oh. – But didn't it come out later, like, he may have taken the wrong test or it was scored <laughs> wrong? Yeah. That, it was a new company that, like – yeah. And they were like, like they oh, yeah, fed we, it into that bubble reader thing. Yeah, around. they were like, oh, yeah, we might have actually scored him on a different test than the one he took. That's what Russ was hoping for when he turned his in senior year. Do what now? Nothing. Might score that bad boy wrong. I'm looking at the Marshall Baseball Stadium. Is the You want the, the logo in the outfield? Uh, the logo's kind of cool, but I, I like that the, it's got kind of that you know how major league parks, even when it, you know it's natural grass, it, it's got the designs, like the like fans and stuff, yeah, like the mowing lines kind yeah. of thing, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got that, don't we, in in ours? To yeah, a but degree, ours is, they're super wide. Our turf, I think, is probably similar to. You know how some football fields on TV just look dull. Atlanta's really bad about it. Like it never looks really good on TV. Hmm. The Falcons don't. Never noticed that. It's just kind of a dull look. I was like, uh, Camden Yards was the first one. I noticed that in the 90s where they did, instead of the cross hatch or the the lines, they, it was like a fan. It was just three different yeah. shades, and the outfield looked really cool. Some people did like the swirls and stuff like that. Anyway, Top 4 at 4 brought to you this afternoon by SM Athletics. We appreciate their support of all things local high school athletics. Folks, uh, spring just around the corner. Baseball, fast pitch, AAU basketball track and field all right around the corner and if you have any uniform equipment screen print needs anything like that give our friends at sm a call their number is 865-966-3434 and their website is smathletics.com let's get t-carp in here good afternoon t-carp you're on the drive it's fan run radio what's up guys how we doing long time no talk yeah man hope you're well oh i'm good brother just hard to Hard to get in and talk to you guys during the work day, so I apologize about that. Um, Houston, how you liking uh, how you liking the drive? Very much so, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, He's having guys, to get used to some stuff. It's okay, you know. Yeah, with 
with change comes, well, change. Russell's management style. Some would <laughs> off-putting at times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some people have compared it's, it to uh, you know, uh, Genghis Khan, but <laughs> dear Lord, that's funny. Um, is Rick Barnes' trajectory very similar to Andy Reid's? And hear me out. We all said the same thing about Andy Reid at you know at Philadelphia where he's a good coach, he always makes it to the playoffs, but he never wins it, you know, blah, 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 blah. He switched to Kansas City. He got him a good quarterback, and now he's he's winning that left and right. If Rick Barnes gets a, you know, once-in-a-lifetime type of offensive player, can he and makes the run – are we talking about Rick Barnes in a completely different light as in one of the one of the greatest of all time? Oh, sure, T. Carp. The only problem and with that is is that and, – and I wish he could have him for one more year. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think if, if you gave Rick Barnes Dalton Connect, like he plays right now for two years, I would think we would have a pretty good shot at cutting him down. Can't hold on to a player in college basketball the way the Chiefs can hold on to Mahomes. Right. Here's the other thing, T. Carp. You know, Andy Reid's 65, so he won his first championship in his early 60s. Rick Barnes turned 70 this summer. Oh, I I did not realize that. So there there's a bit of a now now Barnes. I I, I would argue that Barnes looks healthier and more vigorous, or, or at least as healthy and, and vigorous as as Andy Reid does. So what what does it matter? I I don't know, but you know. Reed is obviously a great coach. I'm not taking anything away from him, but Mahomes did kind of fall in his lap. And, Absolutely. And, and he can hold on to him and win a few more championships, and you're, just, you're not going to be able to keep a transcendent talent like that at, in college football or basketball. So, But I, I, your point is well taken as far as like a guy right. that has a reputation as not being able to get over the hump and then later in his career flips that upside down. That's all I'm saying. Is Rick Barnes is the only thing that Rick Barnes is missing is getting over the hump, winning yeah. a national championship. He does that, and it's hard to say that he is not looked at in the same light as you know. I'm not saying that he is Coach K or anything like that, but in the same top five to top ten. All he has to do is just win that national championship. Yeah, I mean, if, if he gets a national champ, I think he's he's going to be mentioned in the in the same conversation with uh, even without even if he doesn't win one with uh, Izzo, uh, Roy Williams, you know, all the greats, right? You know, and there's some some of those guys haven't won national championships. True, true. I just I think I think uh, I think we, you know. I'm old enough to remember when Barnes got here that we were very, you know, we were saying he couldn't get a top 100 player. He couldn't do this. He couldn't do that. And he's done all those things. He's done all the things that we said he couldn't do, and he's done it. So, I, you know, it's it's hard for me really not to like the guy and then not to look at him as one of the best coaches that I, I mean, I've ever seen at Tennessee, obviously, but one of the best basketball coaches that are around right now. Um, he's pants Coach Cal so many times it's amazing i love it um really uh quickly shifting gears uh doing a survival class this weekend guys i'll be out there in ohio freezing so 
pray that I uh, – I don't think I'm going to get full-blown hypothermia, but uh, I might flirt with it. So pray for me. I'd say that sounds like fun, T-Carp, but it doesn't, so I won't. <laughs> so I'll, I'll be out there. I'll be out there. Yeah, the first night they let me sleep in a tent. Mm. Second night is full-blown. Full-blown I have to sleep in a survival shelter that I make in in Ohio this weekend. Yeah. So – I'll be sleeping under my weighted we'll blankets, <laughs> my TV on, my space heater, yeah, <laughs> fan, and my space heater. So, a humidifier well, if it gets a little scratchy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely. I'll take some. I'll take some pictures and send them. Uh, out. Please do. Well, you can take pictures. I, I. I don't think cavemen had an iPhone back in the day when they had to construct. How to build survival shelter. <laughs> yeah. Yes, this is how to build a survival shelter with the iPhone. Oh, we're we're you know, don't look behind the camera. You know, that is pretty cool no, though. I mean, there's a. Have you seen the guy that goes? This guy goes out in like Arctic blizzards. I've seen some of that stuff on YouTube. Uh, I could big, see that big tall being, guy with uh, the glasses. Oh, oh, oh! Yes, I know who you're talking about. He's got like a bunch of followers on YouTube. He's got little boys too. But yes, I know exactly who you're talking about. Literally, you could send this there. guy out with a knife. And give him a couple of matches, and he'll come back two months later, gain five pounds. Healthy <laughs> yeah. as a horse. Well, I'm doing it. Do you remember the old dual survival with Dave Canterbury and the other guy that would always not wear shoes? Yeah, I've seen that. Like Cody Lane. Yes, I'm doing it with the guy who actually wore shoes. Okay, so gotcha. The guy that's beside him. So I'm, I'm doing it with the I'm, – I'm, I'm not going to tell you how much I paid for this, but – I'm doing it with that, so it's it's a it's a more it's a very reputable one. So you pay we'll money for this? <laughs> I knew this. Take her. I can pay. take you out in my car and drop you <laughs> off in the middle of the mountains and let you walk back for free, buddy. <laughs> I paid. I paid five hundred dollars for this class, Russell. Oh, that's not that bad. Take her. Next time. You what will get. You, you want to do this? Bad. Just give me your money. I'll take you out back. Kick you in the nuts. We'll call it even. <laughs> We'll call it. We'll call well, it a could, survival class. You could strip down, we, and we'll spray you with a water hose, and then you can, you know, go you into like hypothermia. Hypothermia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, guys. I love y'all. I'll uh, hopefully I'll be All able right, to call uh, you. Take care, uh, brother. Wear warm socks. I'll, do I'll see you. Be careful. T Carp, the survivalist. I feel like he's going backwards on the evolutionary ladder. <laughs> he's talking about wearing no shoes outside or the shelter and everything. It's like you know, we have houses now. He wants to build it from scratch out of dirt and sticks. I just, I've never been a, you know, I had a couple of friends that were in the military and did some crazy training like where they take you, they just, they just drop you off. He will be more prepared than the rest of us when the big zombie apocalypse hits. T-Carp will be hiding out in his man-made shelter while uh, we're, we're some of the, I'll, I'll be the first one. I'll be the first one, one to get bit and brains like coming after you <laughs> zombie russell hmm. let's get a call from zach good afternoon zach you're on the drive it's fan run radio zach you there oh take that as a no fine zach didn't want to talk to you anyway to wait all that time get the shot and then just Hung up on us. Sad. Need some um, feedback from our geography segment there. Hmm. 
Bill, how do we do? How do, we do? Uh, Bill's wondering if uh, they had geography in, at y'all's school. David wants uh, <laughs> Professor Bear. University of Kansas plays in Missouri. I mean, we're, we're some I'm just double checking. <laughs> double checking. Because <laughs> everything you told me had come as a, as a big stunner. They didn't move. <laughs> Quick timeout. It is the drive. More fan run radio coming up. Back here on The Drive, it's Fan Run Radio. Russell Bear and Houston Crest back with you on this glorious Tuesday afternoon. Michael says, many consider Tom Izzo as one of the best basketball coaches of all time, but he's only won one national championship, and that was in 2000. In the year 2000. Yeah, how many Final Fours does Izzo have? Like 12 or something stupid? Yeah, yeah, there was that for a while where if you was, went for four years to Michigan State, you were guaranteed to go to a Final Four for like 20 years, right? It's insane. Yeah. There was that crazy stat out, out during Saban's tenure. If you stayed at Alabama for four years, if you played for him for four years, you have a national championship, at least one, which is insane. Izzo has been to eight Final Fours. Eight Final Fours. We would be, we'd be as obnoxious as Kentucky fans if we'd gone to eight Final one. Fours. I just want one, I just want bro. One. I just want to go. You say that now, but I know it's it's a drug. It's like any other drug, man. I don't know, man. We talked we talked about winning the SEC tournament all those years. We That's won the it. It's cool. It's, it's over. Like it's it's whatever. And it and it, it isn't anything like what I, I can only imagine. Well, you say that you've the never rush, been. The rush, yeah, the thrill. Can, exactly. You can only imagine. You the, don't know. The, you know, the flush feeling. Maybe we'll get there and it's not all that. Suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> it's not high. It's going to feel incredible. we will be floating yeah. on air. Kind of like when they hook you up to that gas at the dentist's office and you okay. feel like you're floating off the chair. Probably. But can you imagine the pain of losing a close game? In either the semifinal or the final, can you imagine what that mu- that oh, the, the devastation? The, if, I remember how I felt that Elite Eight loss. So no, oh, I don't think I could. Oh. Uh, especially if it's uh, on the other side of the final, you know, it would have been like a killer matchup for us. Do you think that losing in the final four is worse than losing the Elite Eight? Because it's really you really haven't done anything yet. Is there, there's got to be some measure of satisfaction in losing in the final four? Like it's like oh. Well, especially for at us. At least we were there. Yeah, we've never made it. Yeah, you're on, you're one of only four teams that, you know, I mean, you made it to the semifinals. You can kind of flip everybody else off. Of course, off. I say that. We'll be on the air that next Tuesday. Oh, Barnes had a chance there to win a national championship. Couldn't get it done. That's what, like, some people, I don't know, they'll have nothing else to bicker about. Just wait. Yes, they oh, will. Oh, I guarantee you, if, if we went to the final He had four, a national championship lined up and he blew it. I mean, what what's what's Poli saying? That. It's the best matchup we've ever had in the Final Four, and he lost it. Poli? Poli Joe. Oh, Pojo. Roly Poli. Let's get Jordan in here next. Jordan, you're on the drive. It's Fan Run Radio. Good afternoon, sir. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Um, on this discussion with Barnes and everything you guys are talking about, 
hate to bring up uh, some pain and bad memories, but Barnes being the greatest coach in Tennessee history, which I agree he is, wouldn't even be a discussion if Lamonte Turner doesn't get that foul called on him because we're in the Elite Eight. That's the difference. That that that's the difference in March is things like that. Like Houston brought up the Elite Eight. Scotty Scotty Hobson hits those two free throws. We're in the Final Four. Yep. I mean that's that's the small margin once you get into the NCAA tournament of how yep. hard it is. Now you, I would say the odds say. Barnes has been to, I think, 27 NCAA tournaments or 28, some crazy number. You would think he would make more than one Final Four out of those odds. Some way, somehow, he would backdoor luck some way into one. But he's only been to one, which just baffles me with the success that he's had. But I will also say, to add to that, I went back and looked at some of the teams that he ran into at Texas, and it blew my mind. I don't think people remember that he got knocked out by the Carmelo Anthony Syracuse team. Mm-hmm. He got knocked out by the Derrick Rose Memphis team. He got knocked. I think uh, we're losing yeah. Jordan because we're getting. I think an we're Amber all getting alert. the Amber Alert. Yes, interesting. This is Sumner County. I'm not sure what we're supposed to do about it here in Knoxville. But if you're listening in Sumner County. Um, do your thing, I guess. Give me a hold, second. Let me see yeah, hold on. Yeah, hold just, on. Jordan. Just wait. He'll 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 come back as soon as this uh, the phones unscrew themselves. Jordan, are you there? Maybe not. I didn't realize that. So Rick Barnes lost at, when he was at Texas. Lost to some of the. Like, no, I was. I've never gone back teams. and looked. Yeah, you wonder like how many teams did he lose Jordan. to that won it or that made the championship game. That Purdue team barely lost to the Virginia team that ended up winning it all. That was a good team. We lost to a team that went to the Final Four last year. People don't want to hear that, but Florida Atlantic was they they were one of those teams that they caught lightning in the Didn't Loyola Chicago go to the Final yes. Four that year? I mean, we did get Jordan back. Jordan, uh, sorry about that, buddy. Oh, you're good. Uh, yeah, like you know, talking about like the luck factor. I mean, Kyle Alexander gets hurt the game before the Loyola Chicago game. Like it's just. Crazy things happen to Rick Barnes when he gets into the NCAA tournament. Sister and, you know, Jean. I've been one of the big critics of him in the NCAA tournament of not able to get over the hump. But at the same time, the man has had some bad, bad luck once he gets once he gets in there. Another team that he lost to at Texas, if you guys remember, was the Glenn Davis Big Baby LSU team. He lost to in the Sweet 16. And that LSU team knocked out the number one team, basically wire-to-wire Duke team, who had J.J. Reddick, Sheldon Williams, all those guys in the LSU team went to the Final Four. Like he, he runs into the Cinderella or the Juggernaut National Champion team when he gets into the NCAA tournament. Basically every year. Somebody who's just been misseated is Big Baby. Did I? Is he one of the people that got in trouble? He's got a pretty good shot at spending some, yeah, significant amount of time in federal prison now. Yep, that was one of them. For uh, it was what like Medicare or some kind of like major fraud. It was insurance fraud. They were lying on like some kind of medical issues or something and get, gaining money out of it through the NBA from when they played in the NBA. So like millions, like him and a couple oh, other guys. Yeah, no, I remember. Like they're hearing going to about jail, this. jail. Wow. Yeah. And uh, one more thing before I hop off here, guys. You guys are going over the geography and history of uh, the Bowling Greens. Bowling Green, Kentucky was commissioned to a town in 1798, and it was named after Bowling Green Square, which was in New York. 
the guy who lived in Bowling Green and donated the land for the city helped tear down the King George III statue during the American Revolutionary War. Hmm. So he named it Bowling Green in Kentucky. Bowling Green, Ohio was named after Bowling Green, Kentucky, because <laughs> a person who worked at the post office in Bowling Green, Kentucky, moved to Ohio and named it Bowling Green, Ohio, after his hometown of Bowling Green, Kentucky. There's your history lesson for today, guys. Appreciate it. So it's a revolutionary. Thank you, too. It's a revolutionary war thing. Bowling Green. King George III. See, we were tearing down statues way before the Civil War. <laughs> tear down the Our statues. country was founded on tearing down statues. Rebellion. Protest. 865-546. 8200, your number to get on the show this afternoon as we have a couple of lines available for you. Are we underway over at Lindsey Nelson yes. Stadium? Yes. First pitch, strike from Matthew Dallas. It's a windy Boom. day. Windy day over uh, there. They said it's blowing 30 straight in, so maybe not a long ball night. I don't think Villeneuve can get one over that left field fence, the Burp, short porch yeah. over there. Yeah. We'll see. Challenge accepted. And as soon as it warms up, that, that wind just starts blowing straight out. Mm -hmm. Such an advantage. It, that's one thing I wanted to ask Tony. You know, I always think of a million things we should have asked him after we have him on. But he was talking about the field and the stadium and everything. And I, I just wonder, was there any thought ever given to moving the fence back a little bit? Because I, I know we, we love the launching pad and everybody loves to see dingers when we go to the ballpark and all that stuff. But, I mean, we've we've wondered this for a couple of years now, going back to 2020. And kind of bites us The college world's – yeah, is it, when you get to Omaha and you're playing at a normal-sized ballpark in, in normal conditions and, and home runs are, are harder to hit, does that really benefit us? I felt like we – did we not ask him that one time? Because I feel like somebody's looked it up and, like, Lindsey Nelson, I mean, there's major league parks that are not, parts of it are have shorter fence. I, hell, I know that the right, uh, the right field porch out at Yankee Stadium, I mean, you can get a pop-up and that'll, it'll be out of there. Well, there's it's tight back there with the road and everything. Yeah. I understand that's been a major hurdle, but there there's ten feet. It's three ninety to straightaway center. I mean, you you could move it back and and get it to four hundred feet. You you could absolutely do that if if you wanted to. I'm not sure you want to. I mean, it's it's kind of our thing, and the, that's the other thing I noticed this weekend and watching the games on TV is that you know they they've brought in more seats on down mm -hmm. the down the lines, and that is cut out. There used to be a good-sized foul territory. There's not much foul territory mm -mm. anymore at Lindsey Nelson. So that's only going to create more offense because a lot of foul ball outs in the past yep. are, are now going to be you know, out, well, out of play. There was one, the stands, uh, right. I can't remember, was it, uh, it was Christian, uh, was it Christian Coleman? Made a huge. The track, the track star? star? Not, not Christian Coleman. Scott. <laughs> Christian Scott made a crazy play over there in left field and that, like you said, it was the foul territory is humongous over there, and he ran one all the way down against Vanderbilt to get us out of an inning a couple of years ago. So, 
Who is it? There's a couple of stadiums in the SEC where, like, their stands are, like, right on top of the foul line. Yeah, uh, Hawkins Field at, at, at Vandy is very cramped. Very tight. But I, I, I kind of like that. I get the fans closer to the action. and Well, that and, like, I, I hear what you're saying about the small park. Like, does it, you know, negatively impact you when you do get to an mm-hmm. Omaha? But you got to think from a ticket sales standpoint, an excitement standpoint, puts a lot of butts in seats throughout the season going to the park and seeing People like four, seeing five, offense. six home runs a night. Yeah. Look at our football team, Russ. Well, I also wonder if eventually we don't have more seats, more porches, or something like that in or behind the outfield fences. I, I think I imagine this, there's, there's not going to be much more space to, to utilize unless you do it out there. I just assumed they were going to have like the party deck porch looking things over there on over the right the field other wall, side. just like they do over here. I feel like some of the renderings had at least something over there. Well, there there was one that had when. It had the full building slash practice facility right. behind right yeah. field that that did have some seats behind the right field fence, but I don't think that's I don't think that's what they're doing. I don't think so either. I think the field house got that either scrapped be, or moved. That would be cool to be living in like some kind of housing in that building mm-hmm. and just sitting on your patio and watching a game. I was kind of hoping they'd do that. Be pretty cool. Is it Mississippi State that has that like condo and some student housing just over? I mean, the, I mean, that's just cool. They've got condos at Charlotte Motor Speed, like in turn two. And, like, you go out on your like your patio and like watch the race. Seems like it'd be hard to get a nap in during a race. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. And, yeah, there have been – I mean, there are some – at the, the Omni that overlooks Truist Field. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I can't imagine how expensive those rooms are, but there are corner rooms where you can, you can yeah. go out there and, and see inside the stadium. We got to get our uh, trip to Truist. The Truist trip. The Truist trip planned. Go down and catch a ball game. Be kind of cool to get to meet uh, Braves legend, new friend of the show. Oh, just I thought you could say Spencer Strider, the CAK legend, Knoxville kid. Do they have two Knoxville kids? I don't know. There, I mean, there have been some ties going back to Greg McMichael out of Webb School. who was a fine pitcher for the Bravos in the 1990s. Balls made it out of the top of the first. No runs. No hits, but did give up a walk. It happens. Who's Bearden's best baseball player? Ever? Yeah. Phil Garner. Right? He went to Bearden? I mean, they got a guy playing for the Nationals now, Lane Thomas. That's who they – I saw an article recently. It was Strider and I think that kid. Uh, they were it, they were talking. Uh, it was a picture of them. Quick timeout. The drive continues. 865-546-8200. Your number to get on board. Back with more right after this. The Drive. Fan Run Radio, The Drive continues. Russell Bear and Houston Crest cruising with you here on a Tuesday afternoon edition of the show. Taking your phone calls, 865-546-8200. The Beatles are getting the big screen biopic treatment. I don't know how to feel about this one, man. Four movies. One movie for each of the Beatles 
all to be directed by Sam Mendes. Huh. Four movies? Are they going to be filmed simultaneously? It's a good question. Or can you know that's how they kind of did it? What was that? Uh Hell the Lord of the Rings. Like to save money, like Yeah, they'd get to a location and film Yeah, he filmed yeah. like almost all of it and then released them. Slowly. Precise release plans will be announced at a later date. Sony is targeting a 2027 as uh, the release date. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I could see like people being people being fired up to go see like the Honest John God, Lennon I, and Paul McCartney one, and then it's like, yeah, you got to release those last. I don't know right? if I'm going to see the Ringo <laughs> biopic. Right. Ringo's my favorite Beatle. I was going to say, Ring, um, I, I'd be interested in the Ringo one. Uh, I almost feel like it would be better if like. Apple TV or HBO or you know one of the one of the majors like a miniseries type thing, yeah, or like kind of like what they did with the Crown, just do the Beatles. These have been big business here lately. You had the uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Did you see that? I did not. It was pretty good. It was you pretty good. They stayed Rocket pretty Man. True. The that was that, that was weird as hell. Did not but see it was that one. Decent. I haven't seen any of these. The, the Elvis one was apparently huge. I didn't, didn't see that one. The guy that played Elvis plays uh, Fade in the new Dune movie. Oh, like I'm. First of all, like I, I really liked Bohemian Rhapsody. And I, I liked Queen. I would, I would be lined up to see a Led Zeppelin one. It'd be X-rated. That's fine. That's fine. Mature audiences only. I just wonder, uh, you know, these the Beatles are pretty old now. Zeppelin's pretty old. Is is are there they, a market for that? Are, are guys, too late? Are people yeah. younger. Than, first of all, chicks aren't going to go see the Led Zeppelin movie. No, the chicks will go a, see the Beatles. It's going to be a bunch of dudes our age, <laughs> older. older. Yeah, yeah. Mister Window. And most young people like. Like, I can remember the first time, like, when I went over to the Fan Run frat house back in the day, and, and Rick was all geeked out. They were all geeked out over there over that, what's the name of that uh, that damn band, uh, Greta, Greta Van. Van Fleet. Yeah, and they're like, you want to listen to this? And, uh, I mean, McClure's over in the corner just smirking. He's not saying anything. Because he knows great. you're going to hate it. And I was like, yeah. I was like, hold on just a second. And I, was, I hooked up their Bluetooth. I said, I like it better when these guys did it 40 years ago. There's nothing original anymore, man. Not really. Nope. <laughs> Kids today, they're just recycled ideas, recycled movies, recycled music, recycled TV shows. Let's do a remake of everything. No original ideas anymore. Where's the Kurt Cobain? Where's Elaine Staley? Mm, yeah. Where's the artist? Where's the pain soul? It's a damn outrage. These kids, they stay at home with their security blankets and their safe spaces, afraid to take a chance, afraid to put something out there into the world, into the universe, afraid to fail. I'm sorry, I'll go ahead and say it. Liam was the last, last rock star, the last great rock star. There's no rock stars anymore. They're celebrities, they're personalities. And while we're at it, how long are these basketball shorts going to get until we – oh, wait, they're, they're not long anymore. I'm sorry. If you go back and look at some of those. Go watch the Memphis-Tennessee game. <laughs> yes. It's like you're wearing capri pants. I, and at the time, it was like, oh, they're so cool. And now I'm like, man, those were long. Yeah, it's 
It's a shame what's happened to pop culture these days, but I guess um, all things must pass. I believe George Harrison sang that. Mm. Yeah, he did. I don't know, but the Beatles biopic, that, that should be pretty cool. Have you guys seen the um, some of this, the, the AI stuff? Like, I've seen an AI, it's Oasis. It, it was like... Oh, I sent it to you. The Elvis thing? No. Oh. I, I, I saw one where it was Freddie Mercury singing um, some Oasis song. And then mm. there was one with John Lennon singing it. And it was, it, it's not... You you could tell it's obviously not real. They're right. dead, but it's also kind of like spooky, spookily, almost. Yeah, good. that's probably what it would sound yeah. like. Yeah. I don't know if "good" is the word I would use, but it's there. <laughs> well, somebody did this video where it's it's Elvis on stage. He's still in his white jumpsuit, but like before yeah, oh, he yeah, got fat. Yeah, and he's got Marvin Gaye singing. Yeah, back and he's up. like introducing everybody. <laughs> his lead guitar, Jimmy Page, and it shows Jimmy. It looks like they're all on stage together, and he. I can't remember. He had Stevie Wonder on keys, Noel Gallagher on rhythm guitar. Oh, and Keith Moon was on drums. <laughs> that had a pretty nice, uh, yeah, nice medley. I, I don't, you don't know what's uh, real anymore out there. The uh, Kevin Costner Western trailer is out. It looks phenomenal. Horizon and American Saga. I was, I was reading up about this. Speaking of things that will be come out in four parts. Seriously? Yeah. It's a four-part epic. The first part is going to be released this summer. The uh, chapter two, it's done in chapters, four chapters. Chapter two will be out in August, and then the the other two are still in development. Hmm. Well, supposedly there's going to be, even though it doesn't really come out until what Friday, they're already talking about the next part in the Dune. I haven't seen either of those. Are they good? Yeah, they're really good. It, that guy's different, though. It's Dennis. Uh, I've heard visually they're stunning. Yeah, it's it's less about <laughs> dialogue and more about. It's got a lot of elements of uh, who was that guy? Uh, I can never say his name. Jodorowsky, the guy who was originally going to do the Dune movie back in nineteen said That's a documentary that's really cool to watch. Just kind of a mad genius, but all the art from that guy's original how he was going to do dune in 1970 the guy who did all the art for that the artist that's who did all the art for the first alien movie mm. so uh, geiger yeah so all the uh, like the original dune that never got made it was going to have orson wells in it and everything but it was it was going to be it would look would have looked like the movie alien like the much darker scarier space feel type yeah thing. yeah yeah. Uh, Jared says, I tried to get the room, a, a room facing the field at the Omni in Atlanta for my birthday last year. $1,630 for one night, Phew. if I remember correctly. Baseball balls got the sacks packed. One out against High Point. High Point getting ready to feel it. Who's up to bat? Uh, Amick hit a, a double, two-run double. At least I think I'll have to check Billy and see actually how they ran the bases. It might end up being a single. Yeah, it was. Runners on the corners now, one out. Two I, like, nothing. I like Billy the Kid better than Billy Barrels. I like Billy the Kid. Brian says, if we didn't have such a weak right field, Notre Dame doesn't hit that crushing home run against Burns. Why well, you got to bring that up, Brian? 
You know I've never actually seen that play. Good for you. That's when you were on the – oh, yeah. I listened to that game in transit. From where? I was driving from here to Dallas. He oh. left. He left me and Davey to face the horde by ourselves on VR after that loss. I mean, we didn't think we were going to lose. My plan was to drive up to Omaha. Yeah, I remember from, that. from Dallas and go to the College World Series. And is that when you took all the remote equipment with you? Yes. Yeah, that's when he went on his. He was like on his, that Don Quixote like quest. Two week quest. Yeah, <laughs> tilting at windmills. I came. I came uh, uh, it was not to be. Don I guess. Quixote. No, I remember it was it was actually because that is the the one of the worst drives is from Knoxville to Dallas or back is good 13 14 hours so the the game started I want to say as I got to Memphis maybe like six hours in and so it's I listened to it driving through Arkansas I've made that drive godforsaken hell thinking that it's gonna be it's gonna turn out fine Mm it's kind of a nail biter and then it just fell apart and I wasn't watching but I was listening and by myself and very lonely contemplating just you know he's not just driving straight off this bridge into the void darkness for i'm sorry was that dark yeah that, 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 that for? vr was i think it opened with welp <laughs> <laughs> oh it was awful yeah i mean i, I there is there is an argument to be made for moving the fence back i think have you have you seen the overhead views of what Lindsay Nelson looks like? It's weird because the it's it's like flat the the way the diamond is not diamond but the outfield is cut off mm-hmm. instead of like an arc. You don't really notice it There's on no TV crown. or when you're there. No, and I'm not talking about the field. I'm talking about the fence it just oh. kind of goes straight across. Hmm. Not much of a curve to it. I know that when I was looking at those pictures of Marshall's field, it looked ginormous compared to ours. Probably is. Maybe that's the next the next thing. Close down that that portion of Todd Helton, slide everything back, get some porches, maybe a condo or two. They said they were going to do that. I think part of the problem is there's a power facility. Yeah, there is there right over there. In, mm-hmm. And then the train tracks. Apparently that's very expensive to, to move all that gotcha. power equipment. Yeah. Train tracks, I imagine, would also be quite a hassle. What are we doing? Uh, train? It, it's 2024. Trains? We still got hobos hopping on trains with a little stick and the polka dot sack on the back of it? We're, no, I can't are remember. We shipping goes... steel up to Pittsburgh or something? No. Trains? I, what are we doing with trains? I think it goes back to, I mean, those things have been there forever. That's what I'm talking about. It's time to get rid of that stuff. And yeah. Replace it, it with. We don't, we don't own that. Well, we should. You can't. There's a, there apparently, no. I mean, I, I thought I read that. There is a ton of just restrictions. and Government-owned. Yeah. <clears throat> that checks out. When was the last time you needed a train for anything? Probably everything in this room was brought here by train. Yeah. Quick time out. Stay with us. Hour number three of the drive coming up. We will get you updated on uh, the baseball balls taking on High Point over at Lindsey Nelson this afternoon. A couple of other big stories we are tracking around the world of sports for you this afternoon. And we'll take your phone calls to wrap things up. Hour number three of the drive coming up. Stay with us.